Hello, this is Curious here. Today's story is called The Brushing. It has a lot of fun in it, a lot of laughs, but I have to warn you, it doesn't end well. Our telephone number today is 1850-715-105 and I'll give you other contact details later in the programme but phone number is 1850-715-105. Today's story began when I met a middle-aged woman who told me that this year, for the first time in a long time, she wasn't going to be able to go to the Scaries 100 races. Now, the reason I mention the fact that she's middle-aged is that the Scaries 100 races are a series of motorbike races for super, super fast motorbikes. Now, the woman told me that she doesn't own a bike, she doesn't race a bike, but she still goes along because it's a great day out. Wait, wait. Hold on. Hang on a minute. Hold on a minute. It takes a long time before you get to this part of the day. Let's go back to the beginning. Scaries is in North County, Dublin. The man in the railway station will tell you that the race course is on a public road that's closed for the day and you need to walk about a half a mile to it. Two miles out into the countryside, it seems you still haven't found it until you come across a few men sitting in a hedge. I've got got a a coat around and I've got a, a burgundy. Um, it has to be done. Uh, I've got my cheese in my bag and uh, my wife is in Spain uh, sunning herself so when the cat's away the mice will play. <laughs> you're sitting in your plastic, you're in, you're well, in a hedge. It's 26 years coming here so, you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> T- tell me what you, you have in the bag there. Some corned beef, some cheese, some salad creams, some ham. And how long will you stay sitting in the seat? Ooh, till I get bored and move on somewhere else. <laughs> But uh, it's a pretty good spot. It's a bit dangerous, but uh, that's why I chose this bit, so you can get backwards if you have to out of the way. So this is a cutting in the drain, this yeah. is it? in case somebody does something wrong. We were here last night, virtually airborne down here on one wheel, and about 120 last night in the practice. But you're not going to have time to get up out of your season. I'll be stood to... up during race. I'll be standing up when the racing's on. Why is that? Well, the main reason is if out does go wrong, you stood up, you can maybe get out of the way. If you sat down, you're going to get marmalised, aren't you? But if these lads are going 120 miles an hour, you're not going to have a chance then either way. Eh? <laughs> maybe, maybe. You'll have a chance to think about your last life. <laughs> Five minutes to road closing for the Scurries Road races today. The spectators are all moving in one direction, so I follow them. Obviously, I don't know it at this stage, but I'm walking along a section of the track where later in the day, a man will be lying with his chest exposed while medics try to save his life. On the left, a makeshift tent peeps over the hedge. It's about 10 feet off the ground. When you get closer, you see it's actually attached to the roof of a camper van. And there's a banner on it, Dangan Supporters Club. We're watching the race. All right. And is it, is it kind of, it's a kind of a tent thing that you fix on the top of the van and it means you can park and see the racing anywhere? Park and see it anywhere. Well, just, how many of you does it fit inside? The most we ever had in is around 10. <laughs> it's only about 8 feet by 4 feet, is it? Yeah, exactly 8 foot by 4 Is it? Yeah. Great stuff. And you've, you're cooking the breakfast as well we're inside? we cook the breakfast now. table's 6 foot long and... And the breakfast start, there's usually maybe ten lads eating off it, so... No girls at all, no? There is, she's in the bedroom. <laughs> Look. Bridgie, there's a lad who wants to interview you here. It's alright, stay with here, Bridges. <laughs> on a bit further, there's a group of people sitting on chairs with a few beers in the front garden of the house. I'm with RT Radio. 
Let me see now, 20 to 10 in the morning? Yeah. Is this a continuation of last night or...? Uh... Well, this is only a uh, light beer. Oh, is it? Yeah. All right. This is a social drink. This is social. We had 70 of these last night and we're still up at half seven. I'd say you're running out to the jacks every five minutes, were you, with the, yeah. with the light? Well, there's always, you're always under pressure somewhere along the line. As the day goes longer, we go with stronger beer. Oh, do you? Yeah. yeah. All right. Tell me you're not getting up any bikes or anything like that, are you? No, that's there. No, we're just waving at them. <laughs> On the other side of the road is a memorial stone to a Sam Clements. Race Marshal Willie John is nearby. He was a sort of Irish champion motorcycle racer. Um, he got killed it was a brief few years ago at a place called Corridor up in the north and um, he was very popular down here too so they've erected this stone sort of in memory of him so it's a very very dangerous sport there's more people killed than enough and it will tell you the truth and they try to, every club tries to make safety improvements to take down trees take down ditches move telegraph poles and things to try and make it as safe as they can but at the end of the day it's a road race and the obstacles are there and all the riders, they all know it's there and they all have to do it. So There have been many accidents, um, some of them fatal, but you know, you, you still keep coming back, you still do your bit because you like the racing and you like to do the bit for the sport. So Shea is doing his bit. He's another race marshal. He's dragging plastic roadworks barriers halfway across the road. It's to slow them down, basically, because it's getting too quick going through the start and finish here. And if two riders did touch... Somebody went up in the bank, he'd wipe out half loads of spectators, you know. But sure isn't the whole idea to see who can go fastest. Well, as Joey Dunlop says, Lord of Mercy on him, to win a race is not about speed, it's skill, and uh, you win the race at the slowest possible speed. Up further on the right, hanging from a fence, is a crudely painted banner proclaiming support for Keith Costello, 43. His brother Derek is hanging it. Is he he's one of the best then at the moment, is he? No, he's not one of the best. He's only starting this his first year like, but he's from Scaries like. Oh, I see. Oh, very good. And do you ride bikes yeah, as well? Yeah, I, I do the track. I'm just waiting on my road licence then I go on the roads. And then my younger brother, Garrett, he'll be on the roads next year as well. And then four of us. It's actually going to be four castles at it. Four brothers. And your folks not say, jeez, cop on, don't be getting into but bikes. the old lad has us into them anyway, you know. Oh, does he? Yeah. Oh, I see. Derek brings me up to the paddock to meet Keith. And on the way, he explains that although he likes racing bikes, he'd never ride a motorbike on the open road. Would you not? No, it's too, too dodgy. Cars don't see it. Pull out front and everything. So you just ride your bike on the... Just do the tracks, yeah. This is Keith, is it? Hi, I'm Roman from RTE. How's it going? How are you doing? Nice to see nice you. To meet you. Come here, look at you. You have these lovely padding around the, the tyres tire and everything. Yeah. What are they called? Tyre warmers. Oh, they're electrical, electric yeah, blankets for the tyres. Yeah, they off the generator there, yeah. Oh, why is that? Just to give the tyres a bit of heat so you don't have to depend on them warming up on the warm-up lap. You have a bit of heat in them already when you're starting. Oh, what do warm tyres do for you then? They when... stick to the road better. They don't start walking until they heat up. Do they not? Old tyres slip all over the place, yeah. Wow. And have you come off the bike at all? Uh, a few slips here and there on the circuit, yeah. Nothing major. Though. I hate the way you use a word like that, yeah. a slip. Ah, uh, just one minute you're on, the next minute you're in airborne, that type of thing. Just to describe the bikes, they're shaped like bullets, rounded and streamlined, and the riders lie low onto the petrol tank. And you'll have seen pictures of them scraping their knees on the ground as they lean over to take corners. Keith is now down at the starting line. I'm looking at Keith here, he's shrugging his shoulders, he's breathing deeply, he's looking a little bit nervous. He's looking around him, he has one hand on his hip, one hand on the handlebars. 
think I saw the first helmets flashing past there. This is Derek Mason, or Big D. He's the race commentator, and he's on a scaffolding about 15 feet above the starting line. No, I think it was full. Now, the scaffold allows him to see over the North Dublin countryside, but only just. He can't see the road all the way around the course, but he can make a pretty good guess of what's happening in the race by watching the hedges. Sometimes you're looking across in the distance, believe it or not, and one of the birds will lift up and fly past, and you just, it's a movement. There it is now, there's definitely the... The pinky day glow rate helmet is the travelling marshal leading the competitors round. They're now going past Plants Farmhouse. Derek doesn't just commentate on the race, he's an important part of the event. He travels to all the races and he contributes to a palpable sense of community that I felt among everyone at the motorbike races. He recalls shared memories, for example. Does anybody remember back to the days of Sam McClements when he was here on the big Suzuki? Colin was behind him on the 350 Yamaha. We detected a, note, a change in note to Sam's bike at lap five. Everybody laughed at us. Or he name checks the volunteer marshals. Going into the Scary's hairpin, there's a tight right hand bend, and the two of the marshals are, are Seamus and Mary. They've travelled down from Newton Ards in Northern Ireland. I have to go downstairs and organise an anthem now, sorry. The anthem needs to be short, otherwise the bikes and their tyres will cool down. So they use the presidential salute, or some of it. And the first race of the day begins. Until you've stood beside a road race as a man and bike blur past, you haven't experienced the thrill and the fear of it. My fear was that one of the bikers would come off and die in front of my eyes, and something like that did happen later on. For the spectators, they're thrilled by seeing how the riders manage to stay on. I suppose a man and machine in, in, in close harmony and, and really, you know, being able to drive to the limits. No fear. What are you looking at when you're looking at what they're doing? Uh, their position on the road and how stable the bike is. How do you use the rider in front to the best of their ability to slipstream up the last minute, just get towed along by the bike in front and come out and shoot past, braking. Are you a biker yourself? Oh, I am, yeah. Would yeah. you ever go fast? All the time. All the time. Do you? All the time. Oh, yeah, yeah. 160. <laughs> and is it not a bit mad? I'm sure you have to have some little release. You can't be working and serious all the time. You have to have some little way of letting go. So while the road race spectators are seeing athletes, I'm seeing gladiators. They're seeing soaring, I'm seeing careering. They see death being cheated, and I see death being taunted. But then, I'm not part of the road racing community. We revved the caravan, connection between the caravan and the car broke. And within half an hour, one of the riders had got one of his mechanics to come and fix it. I didn't even know them. But that's... Once you're involved, you can't, it's kind of a, a beautiful club. And this is, a friend of mine says, it's, it's like moving to a different pub every week. You know, different staff in the pub with the same people in it. You move from one part of the island to the next. The sense of community is strong. The club has its language and its stories. So you, were, you were coming behind a truck and no, steel... No, the opposite way. And steel came off it. He lost his load coming the other way. I got a ten-foot length of steel in me. If I'd been in a car, I'd have been dead. But because I was on a bike, it pushed me back off the bike. 
and I got hurt, but I survived. If I'd been in the car, it'd just gone right through, wouldn't it? The road racing community has its initiations. Mothers are there with their sons. He loves bikes, and I thought it would be a lovely thing for him to see. How old are you? Twelve. You're twelve, and what do you like about bikes? Everything. What age are you? Six. You're six, and you like the road motor racing, do you? Very good. And is this your mummy? Yeah. Oh, and you brought your mummy along, did you? Yeah. That was very good of you, wasn't it? You wouldn't be yeah. worried about him getting up on a bike, would you? He goes with his daddy on the back of the bike. Oh, does he? And you, uh, do you? Oh, I often do, yeah. Do you? Yeah. Yeah, but she flies the back of the bike down. on the back, so they do. <laughs> they do not. <laughs> and the muslop was hitting off the tyre. And of course the community of road racers has its uniform. These are all Swift and Akito products. They're all double stitched, 1.4 thickness cowhide, uh, elastic waist. We do different leg lengths, different waist sizes. And this protects you. It's got CE body armour inside right. it. I can um, hear leather pants. I look at fellas walking around here in the sunshine in leather pants. Are they not fierce hot? Um, no, they're quite cool because they've got breathable panels in them. Do you know what I'm thinking when I'm looking at those leather trousers? Is the episode of Friends where Ross got stuck in the toilet with the... Oh, I've seen that one, yeah. <laughs> and he ended up putting the talcum powder down his legs. That's right, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes we have to put some talcum powder on the customers to get them on. Oh, yeah. But yes, you've got to get them tight, otherwise they go baggy, you see. That just wouldn't be cool, wouldn't streetwise right. then, would it? For Northerners, being part of the road racing community has extra meaning. The only politics in motorcycle racing that I know is Yamaha, Suzuki, Kawasaki... Honda, Norton, HAS and Long Met Rain. And here's the really interesting bit. Because this road racing community is so strong and being part of it is so fulfilling, leaving it can be difficult. I, I don't really call it a cult, but the people involved in road racing are incredible people. They really are. They, you never, once you're in with them, you never lose them. Give me an example. What, what is so special about it? Well, I can show you two women walking around here now who lost their husbands racing a couple of years ago. And they still come. One of those women is Vivian Dines, widow of racer Gary Dines. He, he raced 250s and 125s. And what, what happened to him? He, he was in an accident in Monaghan. Dur- during nearly a road race? Years, uh-huh. Nearly oh, four right. years ago. I'm very sorry to hear it. Gosh, and that hasn't stopped you coming racing, obviously. No. Why not? Because it's just been in with the family the whole time, you know, sort of thing. And your friends are here and it's just a friendly place to be. Just a couple of minutes ago I was up in the paddock and then somebody said uh, there's a red flag. Does that strike a chill into your heart when you hear something like that? It does and it's, you know, whenever you're standing there and your person's out, you know, and you're standing you're waiting and watching to see if they're coming back around, it is really scary. And did you ever say to him not to do it? No. Why not? Because it was something Gary always wanted to do and you just don't, you know, I wouldn't ask them to stop. Right. It just wouldn't have been fair. It's probably a very stupid question, but did you get cross with them then after it happened? Well, yes, I was angry about everything that had happened and hurt and, you know, just it was a sad loss, you know, having two boys and everything too. And, and are they interested in bikes at all? They actually do motocross. Which is up and over the mountains, is it? Uh-huh. Is it a safer sort of a motorbike racing? Yeah, it would be, yeah. Nice. So you're probably a bit happier about that, are you? Well, it's scary stand having to watch them too do it. Gary Dines' name has gone to a foundation which works to keep 250cc bikes in road racing. Meanwhile, Keith Costello's race is over. Ah, good enough run, happy enough. I think I finished 11th or 12th or something. Now, now to ordinary people, 11th or 12th is not doing well It's at all. not well, no, but that was in the, I qualified in the A group. Normally I run in the B, so it's a lot quicker than I'm used to. Now, 11th, that's my first points of the year. Like it's, it's in the championship points, so I'm happy enough.
And now the problem with the bike too, the, as you can see the other side, the, the back brake pedal fell off. <laughs> so I've done the whole race without a back brake. I don't use much back brake anyway, so it wasn't a problem. I'll tell you what's impressive about the road racing and motorbikes. It's the level of organisation. There are scrutineers in red overalls who check the bikes and engines. There are marshals and medics everywhere. Off the road, please! And there are even marshals and medics following the race on their own bikes with medical supplies. Um, they're carrying resuscitation equipment and airway management and treatment of shock, bleeding, some drugs maybe. And then they have a, um, they have a car then. A lot more advanced stuff and as well, more, more supplies then as well. You know, a team of doctors and a couple of paramedics as well. That's Mark Donegan, medical technician. Just when I finished talking to him, I turned back to the race and saw my first crash. While the rest of the riders were taking a corner about 20 feet away, a small cloud of dust flew up. The sun flashed off the chrome and I realised I was looking at a bike sliding along the margins on its side. It looked innocuous and it sounded it too. As soon as you see the bike, you jerk your head back to look for the rider. And there he is in a blue jumpsuit on his back on the ground, lifeless. He's pounced on by medics and closely followed by marshals and road sweepers. The race has stopped. That's the sound of debris being swept off the road. Medics on scene and we report. The marshals are shielding him from the crowd with flags. TV cameraman is told not to film. The man on the ground is Victor Gilmore. He's talking, they're checking his neck, asking him, is he okay? They have him sitting up. The bike came flying in front of you, did it? They should have marked behind you there. I'm not terrified, you know. Just move back. <laughs> Look at the barriers over here. If the barriers weren't here. Why did the bike get off the barriers? Skid it all day long, don't you? Have you seen something like that happen before? Second one the day here. That's the second one the day. Is it? Yeah. What are you looking at here? Foot race. Foot race for that make it from outside. Are you keeping that as a souvenir? I'm keeping that as a souvenir. You don't come looking for crashes though, do you? Not really. Is it part of the excitement if somebody <laughs> does that? <laughs> <laughs> It happens, it happens, it happens. As Victor's being helped to the car, his girlfriend comes rushing up. Where is he? There. There you go. You alright, babe? Up in the car, you're going for a free spin. There's some confusion. Victor's girlfriend is not happy. She wants to go in the medical car with him. I'm waiting for a doctor, love. Just, just give me two seconds. I know. The medical car leaves with Victor, but without his girlfriend. And after a short delay, the race resumes. These road races are incredibly popular. They get between 20 and 30,000 people coming along to them. And one of the appeals of the Scaries race is that spectators can walk around between races. They can change position. I'm taking advantage of this to head back down the course and home. Part of the course is called the tunnel because of the overhanging trees. As you pass into it, you leave the noise and the buzz of the paddock and the start-finish line behind. It's quieter. But today it's too quiet. There's been another accident. 
The scene at the moment is um, on a quiet country road. There's lines of people and a bunch of motorcyclists gathered at one end. There's groups of people gathered at the other end. And in the middle, there's a cluster of medics with um, yellow jackets and blue overalls on and backpacks with all sorts of medical equipment. And one of them is doing CPR on somebody who's in the on the ground and it's a marshal and he's just come off the bike and everybody's looking very worried and they're very shook and there's a man beside me here and he's sweeping the road because that's his job to sweep the road and they've put in a line and there's st somebody standing above the group of um, medics holding a, um, an IV bag and it's just horrible it really is just horrible. There's a man lying on the road. And people are crying. And they're upset. And there's a man here beside me. And he's looking very shook. And I think he got hit by... Did you get hit by a bit of the bike? Was that... Did you get hit by a bit of the bike? All right. You're bleeding on the top of your head. The injured man is a travelling marshal. They're the people who ride behind the riders on their own bikes and are on the scene immediately in case of an accident. He didn't slip on anything, did he? Huh? Did he just lost it there. I don't understand. It's no, coming he was down coming here. down here and he just, yeah. just kind of lost it. The back end just swung around and just lost it and just hit the ditch. He's not well anyway, so... They're doing CPR on him. Yeah. yeah. I tell you, he's dead. He's broken his neck. Was there any other spectators injured? Hmm? You're the only spectator who's injured, right? We end up in the ditch, the bike just missed us. So I still a bit shook up over. Pretty good reflexes. Yeah, I what the fuck? Well, we had to jump into the ditch. It was a we choice of that or getting hit by the bike. Right. So you saw, you were, I mean, obviously you were looking the right way. If you were yeah. looking the other way, you would have. He was, came down round the corner and he started, started to fish tail on him. And he seemed to tap the front brake more and he went down over. He came away from the bike and then the bike, quite literally from me to you, which is like, as you can see, about two foot. Um, that's the last I saw of it after he ended up in the ditch. Was that the end of racing for you now? No. Just still shook up with it. I still come and participate in it. It's, every motorsport has its dangers. Life flash in front of our eyes, you know? <laughs> Could have been us. Exactly. Well, hopefully hit. he'll survive. Yeah, yeah hopefully okay. he will. There's the ambulance. A group of people are still around the man, working away, and I can't see, all I can see is yellow jackets and blue uh, jumpsuits. And they're working away, in them. and it's like a, an emergency room right in the middle of the, the roadway. Okay, the ambulance technician has just come up with a, a neck brace. Just path for the course on this spot, we can... Do you go to it a lot? It is a martial league. Yeah. It is a martial league. Do you, go, do, lot of them, yeah. do you? Yeah. It wouldn't put you off it, no? Um, it wouldn't put me off it, but to open your eyes to, you know, what can happen, like. I'm not happy to see them doing compressions again. I see that, though, yeah. yeah. I don't know. She somersaulted about four times after hitting the ditch. And I see the bike out of it. Yeah. Which is unrecognisable, like. Things were looking better. The man had a neck brace on, he was on the ambulance stretcher. 
and then everything stopped while they had to pump his chest again. Finally, they got the injured marshal into the ambulance. The injured man was taken to Beaumont Hospital in Dublin but only survived a few hours more. He was a local man, a member of the Lakshini Motorcycle Supporters Club who organised the Scaries 100 motorbike race. He was a travelling marshal, as I said, and his funeral procession included a circuit of the course. He was, and now always will be, part of that community of road racers. His name was Freddie Russell. Soon after the ambulance left for the hospital, the racing resumed. That's all from Curious Ear for today. Our email address is curiousear at rte.ie. Curious Ear is all one word. You can also write to Ronan Kelly, Curious Ear, RTE Radio 1, Dublin 4. You can check out our page on rte.ie. And thank you for listening. Until next Tuesday morning at 11am, goodbye. <laughs>